Hey guys, this is Darren here, soon to be known as DJD. If you need a DJ for any type of wedding events, parties, even private parties at your own home, you can call me at 812-212-1675 or email the Double D Podcast, which is doubledpodcast 123 at gmail.com. I also have a personal pod or personal email. It is Darren.Schneider94 at gmail.com. Give us a holler and let us make your night very special, whether it's a wedding or a private party or a, even a party at your own residence. I mean, you don't have to have a super huge crew. I mean, we've got six wonderful speakers, and they will make a world of difference in any party, party atmosphere. So give us a call. 812-212-1675. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Need to Talk. I am your host, Derek, and today we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is definitely something that has been at the topic of conversation for quite a while now, which is understandable considering that ChatGPT took over the world there for a while. Let me get my headphones on, sorry. Uh, ChatGPT took over the world there for a while. Everybody was talking about it. Not to mention, artificial intelligence is truly one of the fastest growing problems, in my opinion, that we face in the world. Uh, we'll see if you agree with me. But it's been at the forefront of everybody's mind. And now that the dust has kind of settled and people aren't talking about it as much, I figured, well, why not talk about it now? Because that's what I like to do. I like to Wait until the dust has settled as much as possible before giving my opinions on things. Because I don't want to be ill-informed when I talk about it, something. All right, let's get into it. AI-enabled devices are everywhere. Nearly 77% of devices today are um, using AI technology in one form or another. This is um, a list that I have on simplylearn.com. And it was May 18th of this year, uh, just to get some facts about artificial intelligence. So nearly 77% of devices today use AI technology in one form or another. Now, that could mean a lot of things. Um, but I will say this, 77% is a lot. When you think about AI, Siri is kind of an AI, right? I mean, um, ChatGPT was huge. Snapchat has an AI, not to mention there's more advanced versions that I don't even understand or comprehend. For example, um, Silicon Valley actually replaced themselves when it came to work. See, a lot of people were worried when it came to AI, people were worried about it taking over normal jobs or blue collar workers being replaced by machine, you know, AI. And it actually turns out that they replaced themselves. Which I'm all for irony. I think it's hilarious when it happens. It's not funny in this sense because AI is definitely going to take over the world. And uh, But anyway, AI has been able to uh, take over writing code. So imagine this, right? You're a comp- like I remember when I was in school, writing code was something that they highly encouraged. They were like, listen – it's the future. We're going to need code writers. Everybody should do it. It's, you know, it's, it's only going to do you good. Like, and now it doesn't even matter because why would a company pay a worker to write code when they could just pay 
you know, for an AI program to write code faster for longer, don't have to pay for healthcare benefits, don't have to pay for anything like that. Why would they need the workers? You can work out the kinks and it wouldn't, you don't need people. Think about like when you go to McDonald's, some McDonald's have self-serving kiosks, Kroger, Walmart, all self-checkout. They're replacing the worker with AI and machinery. 100% the goal is to at some point have people not work. And to a certain extent, you could say that that could do two things. One, it could let people do what they actually want to do instead of working at a mundane job that nobody truly enjoys. Or you could look at it in a little bit more of a practical sense, in my opinion, and you could say that it's replacing people's first jobs. How many people's first job was at a Taco Bell or a Kroger or a McDonald's or a Walmart or, you know, who, how many people's first jobs are being completely eliminated? You can't just go out. I mean, you have college graduates who spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on college struggling to find work. And now you're going to have people straight out of high school who used to have an opportunity to work somewhere with no, no higher education who now maybe won't have that opportunity anymore. It's going to become harder and harder for humans to find jobs. It's going to be more and more impossible. You know, that's why they say learn a trade, but it's going to come for all jobs. It's going to come for trade. It's going to come for normal, you know, factory work. It's going to come for every every angle. It's come from the white collar. It's going to go to blue collar. It's going to affect every facet of jobs. The writer's strike in Hollywood is because of, partially because of AI. They were worried that AI was just going to be able to replace them and they want security and knowing that they won't have to worry about that. Plus other things, but that's one of the things that they brought to the forefront. Because it is something that everybody's going to have to worry about. You know, when it comes to self-driving cars, self-driving cars, it might be 20, 30, 40, 50 years until you have self-driving and delivering vehicles and robots or whatever the fuck. But what if you have a self-driving car that can deliver packages? I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, 10 years ago when I was starting high school, I honestly didn't think about ro- – like when I heard people talk about robots – I thought they were crazy because I used to be one of those kids that believed like aliens were going to attack and destroy humanity before robots. Like when I heard of robots, I just thought it's not going to happen. It's not likely. Turns out I was wrong, although kind of not, right? I mean, aliens are something that <laughs> something that is being talked about right now too. So it just makes you wonder like what's going to get here first, the aliens or the robots? What's the better option? I don't know. But artificial intelligence, it's scary because it can definitely replace workers. You know, if you have self-driving vehicles, you know, goodbye Uber drivers, goodbye taxis. Eventually, over time, why would they pay drivers to drive when they could just pay one time for a vehicle, keep up on the vehicle themselves? It definitely doesn't hurt their bottom dollar. Now, the technology right now doesn't seem like it's good enough for it, but eventually over time, it will become good enough for it. Think about 10 years ago. How much did you really think or hear about AI or robots and take it seriously? Probably not ever. I mean, I don't know. I was only 13, 10 years ago, but I mean, what it, the, like right here, it says the 
growth of AI startups accelerated 14-fold since 2000, and we'd, be, we'd bet more of them are coming up every year. Like, it's just, it's every single year. And COVID helped with this. You know, having a bunch of people who were very smart and, under, you know, trying to advance AI now had nothing else to do. They could focus all their time on AI. And it definitely, I feel like, accelerated the use of AI. Plus, it probably at the time seemed like, you know, it could maybe help with fighting the COVID pandemic. So it does seem worrisome to me that AI has grown as fast as it has and it doesn't seem to slow down. Because like I said, you could use the work example. The work example is a great one when it comes to replacing workers. But I feel like it's kind of run its course as that being the only argument as to why AI is a bad thing. Because there's more pressing issues when it comes down to it. And it comes down to eventually will AI be able to think for itself? Will it be able to have emotion? feeling. It doesn't seem likely. But did anything seem likely when it came to robots or AI? I mean, in 10, 20 years, maybe AI will be able to feel. And trust me, if there's one thing that humans will do is do something like that. We all seen the movie fucking Jurassic Park, right? Like they, those humans in that movie didn't think about how bad dinosaurs and humans would get along there's going to be some scientists out there there's going to be some tech you know tech guy out there there's going to be somebody out there who is able to figure out a way to merge humans and technology together and what's scary is is like we're not the only country that does this russia's doing it china's doing it all these advanced countries who have the resources, are doing it. And we like to think that we're doing it for good, but we can't say that for other countries. We can't even say it for our own, let alone other countries. You know, what, what, what keeps Russia from making a super soldier? Or, you know, super soldiers. What keeps China from doing that? What keeps us from doing it? And that's not a good thing if we do it either. Eventually, it may get to a point where we have to because other countries are doing it as well. Or vice versa, where other countries do it because we're doing it. But even on a less, just let's not even go that apocalyptic. If it comes down to the fact that humans and AI in, integrate, and let's just take sense, let's just take sentience out of it. Let's just take the fact that humans, do, let's just say AI and robots never get emotion. But they're able to understand you. You can have an AI programmed to understand, to get you, to please you, to make you happy in all fronts. Basically replacing boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband relationships. You'll never need to have another significant other. There's people out there right now who don't. Like, listen, for me personally, one of the best things about my life is that I have a strong family unit, friends. I have a great friend group. I look forward to interactions with those people. I love those people. People in my life are great. But there are people out there who don't have that. There are people out there who don't have a strong family unit. They don't have friends. They're kind of lonely. And if you can offer those lonely people, you know, and even if they do have a strong family unit or whatever, maybe they're single and they have been single for forever. And if they have an option to just have a AI, robot, girlfriend, boyfriend, that they don't have to worry about leaving them. 
why wouldn't people choose that? Because you always hear men say, oh, I don't understand women. They don't come with the manual or vice versa where women say that about men. People say that about their significant others. I just don't understand women. I don't understand men. Well, what if you didn't have to? But it could understand and please you. And it was just like a human. It was irrev- It didn't even seem not real. Other than at the end of the night, you having to plug them in. Which women have kind of been replacing men with a machine for a while. But well, that's another subject for another time. It's like if you, I mean, eventually you wouldn't even have to do that. It would get good enough where it wouldn't need to be plugged in or whatever the fuck. Like we don't even understand the capabilities that it could potentially reach. But why wouldn't people just replace significant others with AI? Why would it stop them? Especially if it seemed like a human. And if they do it the right way and they integrate it the right way, right way maybe it wouldn't, like, it, like you said, you don't have the emotions and you don't have to, you know, they can go to work 24-7 and they don't need health care or whatever. They don't have feelings. But what if they get feelings? That's it's even scarier. Because... Ultimately, if they do get feeling and emotions and become sentient, I mean, what really is separating them from being a human? What makes us human is that we have those. But if something that's non-biological has that, what do we do then? But they can't reproduce. So is it, I mean, it doesn't have a soul. But what is a soul? We haven't even figured out what it's what it means to be a human yet and we're already trying to make the next great species and we're well on our way to it and it should terrify people the fact that people aren't terrified by ai is kind of mind-boggling to me i mean just from this the pure like what negatively could be used for this is mind-boggling to me why you wouldn't be nervous about it at least you know, I mean, like, like the global AI market is booming. It will reach $190.6 billion by 2025. By 2030, artificial intelligence will add $15.7 trillion to the world's GDP, boosting it by 14%. There will be more AI assistance than people in this world. Forecasts indicate there will be 8.4 billion AI-powered digital voice assistant units in the world by 2024, which surpasses the total global population, literally replacing human. Now, that's another thing, too. We didn't even talk about that, but there's some technology that can make um, people sound like they said things that they didn't. I've heard Biden say, like, rap lyrics, you know. Plankton from Spongebob singing, you know, Alice in Chains or, so, or, or Soundgarden, I think. But the point is, like, it starts with that. It eventually leads that you think political ads aren't going to – you think politicians aren't going to jump on that? It doesn't matter what your favorite politician is. Name them. Trump, Biden, Kennedy, Jr., you know, RFK, uh, Ted Cruz, Nancy Pelosi doesn't matter who your favorite politician is. Eventually, there will be a political ad ran on them that will make them sound like they said something that would get them not just like canceled from like can't like, you know what I'm saying? Like the people use the Oh, you've been canceled. Not like that. Like, like, can't, like, t- like you're shunned from society from everybody. 
Like AI is going to get to a point where it's ear, you won't be able to tell. It's an uncanny valley right now exists, but it won't always. The uncanny valley is that like where you see something and you know it's not real, but it looks really close. And that's what makes us – it like our brain is able to tell us when we see an AI picture of Trump and Biden kissing that it's not real. Because you can just something in the picture that doesn't look right besides the main thing. But like there's something else about it. Like the hair's a little off. The face isn't exactly right. Biden is, you know, getting through a complete sentence without mumbling. Trump's able to get through a complete sentence without blaming somebody else for his problems. Like that, and then it's like, okay, well, that's obviously not real. But eventually it'll get to a point where it sounds real enough and it doesn't. And then we don't know reality from fiction. And that one thing that's being able to separate reality and fiction is the one thing keeping us together as a society. But if you get rid of that, I mean, it's no holes barred. It's, you know, no, no breaks, all gas. And it's, it's worrisome where that can go. And it can happen not just to people of power, but it can happen to normal people. There's been, you know, Joe Rogan has his podcast, like he, you know, where he's interviewing Steve Jobs. He's never interviewed Steve Jobs before. It's able to tell jokes Chat GPT is able to tell jokes in the style of any comedian out there. It can completely just and make it sound real enough. But not perfect, but eventually it'll get there. Well, what keeps that from, you know, being turned into a bit that, again, gets this person's career destroyed? And it, what, what stops it from doing it for my podcast? I've done it, I haven't done nearly enough episodes to have that happen to me or have enough content for that to happen to me. But eventually over time I might. And if I do or if the podcast grows enough with me and Darren, maybe our voices get duplicated into saying something that we didn't say. It's a terrifying thought. We're supporting something that we don't support. It's a terrifying thought. But it's something that can happen because – Behind every evil AI is an evil human. Now, behind every good AI is a good human, but behind every evil AI is an evil human. And honestly, I don't even really blame the AI for its problems, right? Like, I don't, I'm not blaming because it's not a real thing, really. It's a human-driven thing. It's humans that are destroying humanity. It's not AI. Like, I'm nervous about AI, but it's because of humans because I know that what humans are capable of. Humans are capable of terrible things, school shootings, murder, you know, racism, sexism. We're, ter- we're, we're capable of terrible things as is. Well, what if we have the ability to create a machine to complete, to get whatever evil goal that people have in mind? I mean, Russia already did it with Twitter bots, right? Twitter had like more bots than they did users before Elon took over, probably still do. How do you get rid of bots, Right. Elections will be rigged somehow by AI, right? Like it can, it can get to that point where people who believe in like a one world government now don't sound ludicrous. Like it's insane to say, but like take whatever doomsday scenario you have, it could happen because of AI. Now on the flip side of that, I'm looking at this through biased lens. There could be wonders done by AI. We could find a cure for cancer through AI. We could you know, you know, bring world peace together through AI. There's a lot of positives that can also be done, but what every pot, it's not fun to out. And it's, I'm not saying it's not fun, but it's not, 
logical, I think, would be the better way to word it, to only look at the good and not the bad. It's more logical to look at only the, the bad and then to, to, to figure out the way to, to, to navigate it through, you know, so we make sure the bad doesn't happen. Because the bad options here really, really outweigh the good. And I just think I'm, I'm nervous about the capabilities that AI could create for negative influence. I understand there's a lot of positive. And I don't know the, the technicalities behind AI. But I'll, we'll leave a story here. Might be the last thing we talk about here on this podcast. I don't know. Um, but a drone was trained by the military. This is a true story. You can look this up. Was trained by the military to attack a certain area. So there was a battleground and this drone was, you attack here and it would be rewarded when it, when it attacked that area. Well, when it was that there was, uh, one of our own in that zone, Humans overrode the command to attack and said, do not attack. Friendlies in the area, do not attack. Well, the AI perceived that as a threat because it wasn't going to get its reward system. And it didn't like the fact that it wasn't going to be rewarded. So it attacked that system. It attacked that area and killed somebody. I mean, isn't that a little terrifying? It starts there, but where does it end? And how do we know that that's something that can be corrected for good? What if that's something that we're going to always have to deal with where things can go rogue? Self-driving cars have killed people. In 2018, an Uber driver di or an Uber uh, self-driving car killed somebody. The driver was found at fault because she was watching something on her phone instead of paying attention. I mean, really, we should have knew self-driving cars was a bad idea when the minute that Tesla's self-driving cars were available to the public, an adult website had a video of people doing it behind the wheel like we should have known like that at that moment we should have been like yep let's we're too stupid for this we're still apes <laughs> we're still just too primal for this but no instead what we decided to do is we decided to replace humans because again businesses ultimately are the problem ai could be used for good but it could also be used for terrible things and i think businesses are going to be where you see it first you're going to see people get replaced. And if people don't have time to work, it's going to create mass problems. I mean, maybe the market does make, maybe the economy does well, but how are we going to make money if we can't work? So even though everything is low because they're able to, you know, produce 10 times what they were, well, no one has any money to spend. So inflation is skyrocketed you can't you know it doesn't matter if milk is a dollar a gallon if you're not making any money and if the government's now the reason we make money well then we have to rely on the government to do that responsibly and if there's one thing i've learned in my short 23 years on earth is that the government doing something responsibly is more of a fairy tale than anything else talked about on this podcast so far so it is worrisome and it could lead down to terrible things Again, on the flip side, I understand it could do a lot of positives too. But I think it's more important to worry about the negatives and then 
have answers for those negatives ready. So when they do happen, we can respond quickly rather than if they do happen and we're not prepared, we're screwed. I mean, what if an AI is able to figure out the nuclear codes for countries launch, you know, nuclear missiles? I mean, what, what, what's stopping that from happening? Is it possible? I don't know. Fuck if I know. I mean, I guess it would have to be fed that information somehow, but it could, I would imagine that has to be a little bit easier for it to figure out how to bypass certain security measures in order for that to happen. Like, is a terrifying thought what terrifying people can do with AI? And I think that's the issue I have with it is that terrifying people are going to ruin what could be an amazing feature. But because there's people, and I think people are inherently good, but I, I think that there's, there's the evil people out there are the problem. And, and it, it makes me nervous, man. It makes me nervous. If we lived in a perfect world, AI wouldn't be a bad thing. Unfortunately, we don't. <laughs> we live in a very, very imperfect world, which is what makes the world perfect in a way. But because we live in this world, it's just we have to look out for each other. And I don't think AI is going to – AI is not going to look out for its best interest. If it feels like we're in the way as a species, it's going to make sure we get out of the way. You know what I mean? If it's already more intelligent than us and can override our commands and it's like, well, these things are in our way. Let's get rid of them. It could do that. It could, it could figure out a way, I'm sure. And that's what makes you nervous. Or at least it should. It makes me nervous. You know, I don't know. It's, there's just too many improbabilities for me. But, hey, everybody's different. I understand. It's not everybody's the same. Someone's going to, you know, know more about AI than me and explain to me why I shouldn't be worried at some point. But for now, that's not happened and it's not going to happen. You know. I mean, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe robots will, maybe robots will love us, but probably not, right? All right. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you're listening on YouTube, thank you for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. If you're watch or if you're listening to us on Spotify, our Heart Radio, Spreaker, wherever we're available, make sure you follow us and give us a rating. Um, you can fo- uh, go to the show notes or description. You can find a link tree to see where we're available to watch and listen at. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, the double underscore D underscore podcast. You can follow me on TikTok, WD Podcast One. You can follow me on Twitter, DJ Dub Zero Zero. I tweet about uh, wrestling and some other things as well. Uh, thank you guys for the support. Um, here recently, as of the day of, that I'm recording this, our most watched video of all time, which was the interview with Carson Drake has actually been surpassed. That's right. For the first time, we have a new most viewed episode, and it is an episode called The Last Time. It now has the most views out of any YouTube video we have, surpassing our interview with Carson Drake. Random video to see support for, but thank you for the support on that video as well as these videos. Um, if you have any suggestions of what we should do, please let us know. You can message us. You can leave a comment. We have an email that you can email. It's double D podcast one, two, three at gmail.com. Um, however you can get out to us, make sure you reach out to us at this moment. I am currently, um, doing a, uh, doing a fundraiser. If we can reach $400 by July 5th, I will sh- cut my hair. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to cut my hair, but it'll be short again. 
Um, ultimately, the goal is to just raise money in general. Uh, I am already $100 invested. So in reality, you guys only have to raise $300. It's going for a good cause. Even if we don't reach our goal, as long as we reach, say, you know, donate some money to the Wounded Warrior Project, uh, the Wounded Warrior Foundation, uh, would you know, they'll greatly appreciate it. Uh, make sure to go to Wounded Warrior foundation.com, I believe, to uh, find out uh, more details about what they stand for. Now, you will have to go to the Instagram link or the Facebook link in order to make it count. Um, I was going to try to find out a way to do it on Twitter, but I, I the best way to do it is to follow me on Instagram, the double underscore D underscore podcast, and, or my personal Facebook uh, which I'm not going to get out. Although if you can, if you're friend, most people who listen to me are friends with me on Facebook. So, but if you can, please, anything helps. Even if we don't reach our goal, just do something nice for veterans this July 4th. Cause again, it's going to go until July 5th. So it'll be like a little bit of a day late, you know, 4th of July, um, thing. So it's, it's running out of time really fast. It's already mid June, which is crazy to think it's already near the end of June. So, Hey, listen, you know, we got, Couple weeks left to reach our goal. I've already donated a hundred dollars myself. It should say so on Facebook by the time this episode is up. Um, so yeah, man, please. Uh, it would mean a lot. You know, anything helps. I don't know what the minimum you can donate is on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, uses the same link, so I don't know what the you know smallest amount is. But even if it's that, I think it's five dollars. Even if it's that, that you know, it helps. Every little bit helps. I just want to do some something good, and if we can reach a goal, you know, that's the only reason I'm ever going to get rid of my long hair. So if you really hate my long hair, hey, donate a little bit of money here and there. And if you're so inclined to, please do. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you guys again for all the support. Uh, it's been really nice over these past couple of weeks to be able to um, hear from some fans and, uh, you know, get the support. It's been really, really nice. Uh, I feel like... You know, this is something that, uh, you know, this solo podcast has been a lot of fun to do. And the Double D podcast is ever growing as always. Uh, anyway, I'm getting long winded here, uh, <laughs> trying to fill out the full 30 minutes, get my time worth. Um, if the audio quality sounded different on this, it's because I'm actually using my phone. I'm currently having troubles right now with the laptop, uh, which we really need to get fixed at some point. Um, this is the first time I've ever had problems with it. Um, I hope it doesn't keep up with like that because that could cause problems but we'll figure it out we'll figure it out over the next couple of days and get it squared away so thank you guys and uh look out for the robots out there <laughs>